Hi, true to another episode of Cork in Focus. Um, we're going to focus on misinformation on the internet. Um, I'm Dean from Unity Media, and I'm here with Brian from Unity Media as well. How are you, Brian? I'm good, Dean. How are you keeping? Not too bad, not too bad. Stuck indoors, but what can you do? Yeah, look, even even at that, the isolation seems to be to be a big impact on people and and obviously businesses and the industry in in Ireland and even globally. But another thing that seems to be impacting an awful lot of people is um, misinformation on the internet and, and what most people would say in, in inverted commas, fake news. Yeah, our, our buddy from across the water, uh, Trump, uh, has been pushing fake news or lack or fake news in his name for the last few years, um, and and fake news across all platforms and social media seems to be a big thing at the moment. Um, but is the effect fake news can have on people um, that are stuck indoors? Uh, when you look at with COVID-19 at the moment, uh, where are people getting their information from? Are they getting it from a WhatsApp group? Are they getting it from their Twitter page? Are they getting it from the government on a Monday night? Um, or are they getting it from um, the right sources? So, like, oh, def- it's definitely not even, look, even as, as, sorry to cut you off, but even as far as, even as early um, or recently as maybe even an hour and a half ago, I got one basically. Um, it says hospital sent a message this morning that this virus seems to be spread quickly via petrol pumps. So I've asked to tell everyone to wear gloves or use a paper towel while filling up and dispose of straight away. Please share. Thanks. Yeah. Now, they, you know, that just straight away, it's, it's not bad information, but it's misinformation because even Forgel Bowers, um, the verified account on Twitter, basically states. Dr. Cullum Henry, HSE clinical lead, has told RT News the advice and the fake news circular about dangers from petrol pumps and catching uh, COVID-19 is utter rubbish. Are we to spend the next weeks trying to counter false advice or absorbing the vital evidence-based safety messages? So I think that's putting across the point that that information isn't bad information. It's just the information contained within it is incorrect because, look, people may need to to how, how would I say to know exercise you know caution when touching trolleys and supermarkets petrol pumps etc like that but it's the misinformation that you know hospitals sent the message this morning that the virus seems to be spreading quickly via petrol pumps how would they know that you know. know it just follows on more misinformation again yeah so whoever came up with that idea I'm going to I'm going to post a, a post and say oh the hospital told me why not just post a post and say hey lads when you're going forward rather than just grabbing the petrol pump you may be catching it from someone else because they might have touched it before you how about just stick a glove on or, or use a handkerchief when you're when you're when you're filling up your care that's good practice but rather than putting it in the hospital post of this in inverted commas that straight away everyone's gonna go i'm not gonna believe that i'm not gonna believe that. exactly yeah even at that, if it, it wouldn't have been the hospital would release that information, it'd be the health service executive yeah. who are, are basically the communications for any of the health outlets in Ireland. Like a hospital would receive patients, they wouldn't talk to the press as such, they wouldn't release 
what you call factual information. There's obviously a PR office in the HSE who would release that information if it needed to be released. Yeah. The same with anything you receive on WhatsApp. You can't verify the source. You can't tell where it came from. Even this guy yawned about, you know, the army in the video and, and things like that. Like, that was utter nonsense. And people lapped it up and it directly contributed to the amount of people filling shopping markets, you know, clearing shelves when there was no need for it. Yeah, so the, 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 the thing what we need to do is you, you have to realise that if you're going out, we, everyone would obviously prefer not to be able to go out, stay indoors as much as you can, but if you do have to go out, don't go around as if you're going to catch it from someone. Or don't grow it as, a, as if you have something you're going to make someone else sick. Just think of it as a, that, that, that everyone is sick and you may catch it from them. So you have to get into the good practice. So the, the main thing people need to do, first of all, with this is, is a change of habit for absolutely everyone. So you have houses that the kids stay indoors all the time, parents stay in all the time, they don't socialise, they may not go drinking and stuff like that. But then you have other houses that the both parents go out at the weekend, the kids play seven sports, seven nights a week. It's a change of habit for them. When they're seeing something on the internet that says you may catch it from a rugby ball or something like that, because it affects them directly, they're blaming it straight away. So that, that, that's, that's what people need to stop doing. They need to look at the right sources. So you have RT, a lot of people don't believe what RT say half the time, but you have to look at RT because people are, are in the government are publishing stuff through RT. You need to look at World, World Health Organization and, and the, the, the Twitter pages with the tick next to their name. So Fergal Bowers, or wherever you are, local, whatever journalist is local to you, they will publish whatever information is, is correct. And at that time, you should be changing your habits to, to fit that rather than a WhatsApp message that says my neighbor's cousin's best friend's uncle is in the army and they've been told we're in lockdown from Tuesday morning at nine o'clock. And then straight away, people are running to the shop, filling their trolleys. Old people or elderly people are missing out on their shopping because they can only go at certain times of the day and they're getting to the shop and all the bread is gone, all the toilet paper is gone all the milk is gone simply because someone received a whatsapp group or whatsapp message in a group elderly people don't have social media they don't have whatsapp so they're not receiving that information so that's why they're just going along their own business it has always annoyed me people believing stuff that they read on the internet or something that they saw on youtube especially with anti-vaxxers they're they're the worst in the world for us but look it's, it's where you get the information and, and how, how you receive that information is, is what people need to do with it so like we, we get fed information whether it's on a daily basis or, or an hourly basis but then you look at where the, the proper facts that are coming out and and the facts that were given out yesterday yesterday morning and it narrows down exactly in Ireland you look at the whole world but we will just look at Ireland I was at, I was actually going to ask you about that I, I seen it was actually only it was only yesterday evening I think we have a shared node and a shared collaboration so we were both tracking this information and you added um, I think it's percentages on age groups and transmission classification healthcare yeah. workers so can you where did you get that information first of all or the the information was released by the government through a few um, papers so um, obviously the big papers in Ireland like the Independent uh, the Irish Examiner, the Irish Times, all had that exact same information. So you're not just getting it from one source and believing that one source. 
this is on three separate platforms now I'm sure it was on more but that was just where I seen it um, and my main source information that I would get would be from the examiner because my brother used to work for the examiner so I know it's the right information that they're releasing but if you look at those figures then they're actually quite alarming because me and you are in a group that is the highest percentage I was just looking at that Chad like it's it's myself and you even at that 35 to 44 year olds 62 cases um, as of yesterday and it's 23% yeah yeah, no. You have to you kind of you have to narrow that down. Then how many of them are health workers? So you probably of that twenty two, you probably have, or yeah, of that forty eight, twenty two would probably be in around that. So that's probably that probably takes away twenty two straight away. So just say it's just say you're taking twenty two out of the sixty sixty two. You have forty left then from that. So forty and forty people between the ages thirty five and forty four in Ireland have COVID nineteen have been tested positive. From the general population, from rather general. than what you'd call the direct access population, exactly the healthcare exactly. workers. So then you have to look at that. Where, where did they get that? Where did they get that from? So the highest number of the highest number in Ireland of transmission classification is travelled abroad. So you have people that are were in Spain, were in Italy, probably Cheltenham last week. Stupidly, it went ahead. But how many of them are then from that? So they they would come into community transmission as well, yeah, community transmission as well because they were in a certain area, but they travelled back into Ireland. So you, the numbers are, are are frightening when you look at that. Now, now I know of that number, how many people have underlying health issues? Probably not a lot because they'd be travelling. Um, but it's that's the information that we we want, and that's the right information that we're we're, we're being sh- is being fed to us. Yeah, and even at that. You know, even Cheltenham going ahead. My opinion, it was pure driven by money and profit. Yeah. Um, one of the biggest, they didn't really care about people's health. It was just driven on, um, especially in my opinion, in a country where they were kind of lax to even respond to this in comparison to Ireland and a lot of other countries. Yeah, so you, you in Ireland, you have people saying, weren't we locked up? But then you have other people saying what we're doing right now is absolutely fantastic. I think right now we're in that window that we're, we're close to being locked down. And the reason why we're going to be locked down is because if you look at the figures, the age group, the people between age 15 and 24, they're the ones that are going to get the country locked down because they're out in the streets in gangs and they just couldn't care less because they're obviously getting information from somewhere that like they wouldn't read the exam. Well, not, a lot yeah. of, not a lot of them would read the exam a lot of, not a lot of them would read the Irish Times they're all snapchatting each other You're I was just going to say yeah they, they'd be the ones more susceptible if anything to misinformation and unclear or inaccurate guidance yeah the, the Chinese whispers like we were, we were both teenagers at one stage and he, sh- he said and she said and you believe it straight away whereas if you're in the age of 35 or 44 you'd hope that the majority of that of those people would get the information from the right places rather than getting it from the Daily Mail or yeah, other, I, other pages like that. Even I went down to my local shop yesterday and I went down and I seen a gang of maybe youths between the ages of, if I was to guess, between 14 and 17. 
and they're hanging around outside the shop, four of them, and then another group of three or four came and met them, and they were just literally loitering. No, no issue whatsoever with loitering, but there's not a lockdown, but there's what you'd call social segregation or social isolation. Do you know, where, like, why were these kids out there hanging around the place as if nothing was going on and they were on their summer holidays from school? Yeah, that's what this, this is, like, at home, I have two kids in school, I under the age of 12. We still, we still treat it as they're still in school. So you get up in the morning, you have your breakfast, you start doing the schoolwork that the school sent home with you at nine o'clock. Now, they fly through it, obviously, because they're not being distracted in school or it's considered homework rather than schoolwork. The exact same, yeah, like even for least at home, we created a schedule and she's been adhering to that. So it's not school holidays, she has her academic time, yeah. walks the dog or lunch at a regular interval. Yeah, well, if you tell a bunch of teenagers you're to stay at home, they won't stay at home. They're all, they're all, all mess each other, we, we'll meet each other down the shop at X time. And they all get under and every time I see a bunch of teenagers, all they're doing is just standing next to each other, messaging each other, they're not physically talking to each other. But that look, that's that's beside the point. What they need to do is they need to get in their heads that what you're doing, it's only for a few weeks, hopefully. When it hopefully it will clear in a few weeks. Um but being out and about isn't helping anyone because you may not get it. So you could bring it home, you could give it to your mother, and your mother might do a shop for your grandmother and might bring it to her give it to her by mistake. Exactly, yeah. And even at that look, even the whole situation, like look whatever my opinion on the government is that's neither here nor there i think at the start they may be done the right thing because they actually what they done is they treated the population of ireland like adults and being what you'd call adults that acted like children started posting videos of jam-packed pubs up in temple street and wherever they were having parties and you know congregating in big big groups now look in my opinion i don't think the government should have treated people like adults because i don't think that's even the question they should have even just locked this down straight away yeah i'm not saying oh gatherings of 100 people it should be straight up no it's closed it's as simple as that give it a couple of weeks yeah. it's closed and then you have a pub in cork the guards came to it last night and there's people in there hiding in the cold room like that, that was, is that in Cork that was, last that night? Was was that? that was so we'd say Thursday the nineteenth. Yeah, of March. Yeah, yeah. Good. So that pub, like um, that pub, will go to get its license again. Will probably get shot down, and a couple of people will lose their job because of that. Because the owner probably called his friends around and said, "Come on in." Stupid. You know what I mean? It's it's unbelievable. Yeah, just just for a simple laughing. Like, exactly that, what I meant. Habits. Like they, they, that's where back to habits. People, yeah, people go on about the, the the decisions the government make, and as I said, this isn't about whether you agree with the government or not. The government basically give the power and the decision in the hands of the people, and for basically a few days, they disregarded it and acted like in children. And even I didn't know that no last night in the pub. Um, a pub in Cork basically had to be kind of shut down. That's just absolutely disgraceful from adults. Whatever about the children, but adults. Yes. And the government have in place, they've put in place in the last few days that there is mortgage relief 
for if, if you can't pay your mortgage for three months if you have loans they'll they'll put a freeze on loans um they put in they've upped the, the jobs job seekers or the benefit for people that are, are out of work because of covid 19 so people that are working in bars can 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 avail of that but when it comes to that person applying for their license again the people that are working in that that that, that pub won't be to apply for it they'll have to go and get a new job or just go back on, on unemployed because because, because, of, because of the acts of that 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 landlord or bear bear owner yeah on, on a one off so like the, the government have put themselves in places they're, they're as you, you said they they they, they shouldn't treat treat people like kids but or like adults but they need they are treating us like adults by saying look we know you have mortgage payments if you have any issues with that we will work with the banks and and the banks have come in line which is a lot of people give the banks bad praise they've kind of come up with looking good when they're, when they're doing this they don't have to do it they're not being told to do it they were asked to do it and they're doing it so there's I think the Irish Examiner broke it the other day um, the points on it were um, I have them there in front of me so review of uh, our customers can avail a bank break or payment break um, they should just contact our bank the banks have agreed to it. Um, you can defer court proceedings. Or, yeah, court, if the, the banker bringing someone to court, well, it's not fantastic, but they, they will defer all proceedings for three months. So they're giving everyone a leeway. No, not. Not everyone can avail of that because not everyone is out of work because of that. Like, I'm working from home because of, of what the situation is. It's not costing me any money. But if you are in a certain industry that is, you can't work, you can avail of all of these things. So the, the government are, are treating people like adults because of that, which is a bonus for people that yeah. might be out of pocket. Exactly. Yeah. And even you were saying about the pub, right? So we'll even just touch on that again. The pub in Cork on Thursday the 19th um, opened, well, what we, we'd call in the old times a lock-in. Do you think that? originated from misinformation and would you think even the government the other night like a lot of people are saying Leo give a statement and you know it was only the seventh time in our Irish history there was an emergency broadcast you know on all channels from or Taoiseach but it was kind of something we didn't know and it was kind of just reiterating information do you think that was kind of I, I wouldn't they I, say you know there's misinformation out there basically not this on the head I don't think that would be misinformation to be honest I think that would be people saying I can't break my habit of going to the pub and having a court on, on a Thursday night it's, it's, it's yeah. people basically taking two fingers up to everyone else they're not towing the line like uh, Charlie Hawley said back in the 80s that we need to tighten our belts like everyone needs to do this and and if you can't go one night without having a couple of pints there's an issue there but it, it's it's not just like you if you're going to look for pints you're going to find pints so it's up to the, the, the people owning the bars to close and, and not they're being told close as it is but not opening for a couple of people so you can have a port that that that's illegal if you want to have a few drinks go to the off license or go to to duns and buy a couple of cans and stay at home yeah or even if that pub has an off license license which is why it's called an off license an off premises license they may be able to to, to give people in these rural areas or something like that the supply of alcohol if they yeah. want it because look 
we had taken and buy it, but not actually open the doors to their pub for a select yeah, few. Yeah, but is but the thing is, yeah, we, but it, I haven't said that it is not misinformation. Going back, it might be misinformation that that landlord might say or that pub owner might say. Actually, it's, there's there's only four people here. It's not a hundred people. I can open. So it's it's it, you you don't know where they come from. Are they are they afraid of missing out a few a few euros or? Are they pandering to a couple of friends that they have in a WhatsApp group? Or oh, you own a pub? Let us in for a few drinks. You, you, you don't know what's yeah. going through their heads because we don't—they're not thinking straight. Yeah, and I think even in situations like this, as you just touched, that social media is absolutely the worst outlet ever to, to take as your primary sources of information. Yeah. You know, I, I, I've even seen it myself, like social media is printing for news and during elections and trying what to believe, what not to believe. But even over the last two weeks now, I've just seen so much nonsense on social media and social apps. It's not even funny. They're more detrimental in a situation like this when you actually really need them. And they can be a viable resource, but they're absolutely brutal in a situation like the this. The only thing with social media is, is people can hide behind the keyboard and actually call someone else out. So I had, I saw a video this morning of a guy named... There's actually, yeah, there's actually a great thing I've, I was watching recently, actually, and it was, it was on about flat earthers and all of this and everything and that, that kind of nonsense about, you know, flat earth and what have you. But the Dunning-Kruger effect. See it an awful lot on social media. Somebody proclaiming to be an expert isn't an expert and have no clue because they have the minimal amount of information on the subject. They portray themselves as an expert. That's called the Dunning-Kruger the, effect. Yeah, it's David Dunning and um, Justin Kruger, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, oh, yeah. I have a YouTube page. That means I, I'm, a, I'm an expert in this. And they'd have... 10,000 subscribers and they're just the information that they're giving is they're giving it to people that want to believe so like if my shed is a portal to another dimension you'd have a bunch of weirdos watching my YouTube page and saying that my shed at the back is that portal and they believe me then because they want to believe it so it's Oh yeah, and even yeah, even the HSC putting up a post that uh, here's the up-to-date information on the, the COVID-19 virus and somebody comments underneath it, oh, this is incorrect because I am such and such or I have read such and such. Yeah. You know, you're, you've you've read something, where have you read Wikipedia. it? Where did this information come from? You know, yeah, you, you, you've seen it on some guy on YouTube talking from his parents' basement. Yeah you know because he read it somewhere else you know that's misinformation it's not intended to be harmful but it can be very it's, harmful it's, it's Chinese whispers on a large scale you tell me one thing I, 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 an I, enormous yeah, scale yeah a global scale it one way and then I'd say it to someone else and that someone else has a platform to influence other people and all of a sudden what was the truth has been bent so many times it's it's nowhere near what it was in, previously and everyone else believes it because if you say oh I heard it from the HSE well show me that information rather than tell me the information that you've seen it doesn't make any sense looking at it like that yeah so look be, just before we finish up um, final words you know advice best place to get resources um, diligence about social media and I would like say that, that don't if someone sends you something on WhatsApp you can see it's been forwarded even if it's been forwarded and it looks like it's HSC don't believe it because everything can be manipulated if you're looking for the right information go onto the websites 
want to HSC's website, want to the World Health Organization's website, go to the, the papers, not go to the spreadsheet papers rather than the tabloid papers, um, because they're looking for false news and, and shock factor. Um, if if you see a journalist that you like or that, that you know will will share the right information, follow them on on Twitter and they will always update everyone with the, the right information because they're in the faces of, of the journalists they're, or the, the politicians, they're in the faces of the, the people in the know. Um, if it's on Facebook, I, I wouldn't read it, to be honest. I wouldn't look at comments because people are just there to, to troll other people to, to try to get a shock from them or, or, or just riling people up. Um, I think as well, if, if, if you're in the case that you're at home with kids, and you have family, there's no harm in doing some FaceTime every single day with family, especially grandparents or aunts and uncles that you, you would see normally on a daily basis. Like my kids would see their, their grandmothers nearly every day. No, it's 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 on it's on Facebook, it's on or it's on FaceTime. Um that's what we're communicating. Um try to keep leaving the house at a minimum. Um I have to leave the house. If we like, I get shopping delivered. So if we're missing a couple of things because we have a small baby, I'm, we might not be able to get the, the baby food. I have to leave the house. But when I leave the house straight away, when I come home, I before I get out of the car, sanitizer on the hands. When I go home, I actually take the clothes off. The clothes will go in the washing machine straight away, and do the, the normal wash your hands. Say happy birthday, sing happy birthday twice, and when you wash your hands. Um, but just try to keep the routine is that's probably the hardest part when you're at home all the time but try to keep to a routine and and keep in touch with your family that that's the main thing that i would say for most people anyway if you want to do it a different way do it a different way but there's there's groups on facebook so you have um the boys and girls of knocknahini if you're not knocknahini you can still join that group I'm, I, I presume a lot of people having a bit of banter on there there's uh, so I, I asked people do they want to join a, a web or a movie club uh, on that so that's getting a bit of a uh, bit of attention on that page as well um i've been posting links on that as well but i've been sending james Horson saying can i post this and he said yeah no problem um rather than just posting any other thing on it um if anyone has any questions i'm on facebook they can always send me a message as well um but it's we have to stick together with this it's tough but in the long term you see China coming out of it now we're about nine weeks behind them so if we can stick so for nine weeks and we can keep the death toll down as low as possible or the people that are infected down low, as low as possible I think that'll be a bonus for everyone and and as Ireland seems to be leading the way in Europe um, so if, if we can show them that we're, we're well able to stay indoors and follow the right course of action um, people love people of the Irish as it is anyway but uh, people would like us even more and be the guiding light for everyone else Perfect so thanks very much for that Dean I hope people enjoyed listening to this or if they have any opinions on what we said they can gladly get on to us at unitymedianetwork.com or they can actually email Brian at unitymedianetwork.com or Dean at unitymedianetwork.com email Brian email Brian um, <laughs> Email Brian, yeah, that's it. No problem. Okay. Thanks very much. Bye.